The Chargers are heading east to Foxborough to take on the New England Patriots on Sunday. And could they potentially be looking at their next head coach? You are locked on Chargers. Your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello to all of you, Patriots fans and Chargers fans. It is crossover Thursday here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Don't forget, both Locked On Patriots and Locked On Chargers are proud parts of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So make sure to subscribe, download, follow both shows wherever you get your podcasts to make sure that you get the latest episode as soon as it's available. And don't forget, this crossover Thursday episode is brought to you by Prize Picks the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL, then use the code all lowercase NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Pats fans and Chargers fans, I am Mike DeBate. I am host of the Locked On Patriots podcast. And joining me today to cross the streams is one half of the hosting duo of Locked On Chargers, my good friend and colleague, Dave Drogemeyer. Dave, we do not get the opportunity to talk that often on these crossovers, but when we do, it's always a lot of fun. Thanks for joining me today, buddy. Always a pleasure, Mike. And, you know, and we were kind of talking before trying to get this crossover set up, and I told you, I mean, hey, you got to understand as a Chargers fan and as a guy who has covered the Chargers, uh, I don't have much love for the Patriots uh, organization. <laughs> uh, they have obviously uh, done their job in taking care of the Chargers in recent history. So that uh, kind of put a little, you know, stuck something in my craw, but uh, I love talking with you. And so it makes it a lot easier to do these crossovers. Uh, so uh, here we go, man. It's going to be a good one. Absolutely. And it will be a good one this Sunday, folks, Gillette Stadium, 1 p.m. kickoff Eastern time. Of course, a 10 a.m. kickoff time Pacific time. It is the Patriots and the Chargers. Justin Herbert against, well, undetermined right now. That has not been a problem for the New England Patriots for about two plus decades. You pretty much always knew who was going to be taking snaps under center. That changes in New England. That may be one of the biggest stories heading into this game, folks. But because David is representing the visiting team today, we're going to extend our hospitality here on the Locked On Podcast Network. David, obviously not the season the Chargers expected, but there's still a great deal of talent on all three phases of this team, and they're capable of breaking out at any time. If you had to pinpoint what the biggest story in Chargers Nation is right now, what would you say is the biggest thing coming out of Los Angeles? Yeah, so yeah, obviously the the Chargers not having the type of season that they were expecting to have, uh, especially with all the moves that they made uh, last season and then going into this season, restructuring some restructuring some of the bigger contracts that they had on the books to be able to move money around uh, to try to keep that core together to give them an, another opportunity. And unfortunately, every year in the NFL, you have injuries that uh, change the course of how your season is going to go. The Chargers have uh, been without their center, Corey Lindsley. They've been without top wide receiver, Mike Williams. Uh, they just lost Joey Bosa to uh, another injury. So uh, it's just been one of those seasons where they, they've had to kind of overcome. And unfortunately, they have been unable to do so. So the biggest story for the Chargers, uh, I think, is are the Chargers potentially playing against their future head coach 
in Bill Belichick. And, you know, and we say that because there's a very strong chance that the current head coach of the Chargers is going to be let go after the season. I mean, just with the expectations that they had and not meeting those expectations with an infinitesimal chance of making it to the playoffs at this moment in time. It's about trying to focus on what the future may have. So is it? You know, a possibility for the Chargers to be playing against Bill Belichick. Obviously, it's one of the bigger rumors out there. And, you know, is that a, a, a possibility? Could Bill be leaving the Patriots? You know, it's almost inconceivable to talk about Bill Belichick leaving the New England Patriots, David, and for any other reason other than retirement. But that's where we are in New England right now. At 2-9, and nine, everything is on the table. Nothing is sacred. And the New England Patriots right now are facing a situation where they need to tear down the foundation and rebuild. And that's exactly what Patriots fans are expecting this offseason. One of those rebuilding blocks could be a new coach and a new GM. And if that is the case, it's hard to envision a scenario where Bill Belichick would be better suited as the Los Angeles Chargers. You want a good quarterback? They've got Justin Herbert, one of the best in the business. Solid weapons around him and Keenan Allen, Mike Williams when he's healthy, Quentin Johnston getting back to where he needs to be. Austin Eckler is going to be someone that Bill Belichick would love to coach. Defensive side of the ball, you've got a good secondary led by Asante Samuel Jr. You've also got Joey Bosa who will be back, a guy that I covered up there for a number of years, one of the best defenders I've had the privilege of watching Khalil Mack, there's a lot of talent in uh, in and uh, no. <laughs> there's a lot of talent in Los Angeles right now. Old habits die hard, David. Uh, oh, but, you're good. Uh, that's how far back I go. Uh, but uh, apologies, Chargers Nation. But uh, you know what? All you have to do is just play that fight song, and I guarantee you, you'll love it. Still, to me, the best fight song in pro sports history. But I digress, my friend. Um, there is a lot there to bite on to when it comes to the potential of Bill Belichick leaving New England and heading over to Los Angeles. It would probably be his best fit, in my opinion. That being said, I don't want him to leave. I would love to see Bill Belichick stay, and I'd love to see him break on Shula's record here in New England and be a part of the rebuild and oversee uh, the rebirth of a franchise that he essentially resurrected alongside Tom Brady, and they did so for a number of years. When it comes to big stories out of New England right now, David, it really is more about the quarterback than it is about the coach. I think the coach will be a bigger story in the offseason, but right now we're wondering in New England who is going to be taking snaps under center. Very interesting development on the practice field on Wednesday for the New England Patriots. Bailey Zappi taking the majority of the snaps, Malik Cunningham mixing in a little bit, Mac Jones mostly as an observer, and then going over and running the scout team. We have not seen that since Mac Jones has started here as a rookie where he's running the scout team. So very likely that zappy days are here again in New England. It looks like Bailey is going to get the nod. Now, what does that mean for the New England Patriots? Well, Mac Jones has struggled. There's no question about it. Uh, there is just, you know, absolutely no way to resurrect the depths of futility that New England has had offensively some of which has been his fault, some of which hasn't been, if we're being honest and fair. But bottom line, it looks like the New England Patriots need to make a change. Now, the Pats have been hesitant to hand the reins over to Bailey Zappi. There have been problems there as well. He's had difficulty making reads. He's had difficulty getting the ball down the field. Um, you look at his statistics, they're not leaping off the page. 19 passes, 158 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. So, 
You're not exactly handing the ball over to someone who's either unproven and ready to break out. You're handing the ball over to someone that's essentially had an opportunity and hasn't really been able to make that much out of it. So if I'm the Los Angeles Chargers, I'm keeping a sharp eye on who's going to be taking snaps under center, but it might not be enough to cure what's ailing the New England Patriots offense. No matter who's taking snaps back there, probably going to be a long day for the Patriots offense regardless. And do you think that's because of the, the weapons or lack thereof or the offensive line? What, what do you think has kind of been outside of obviously the, the, the play of Mac Jones? What do you think has kind of been the reason why they haven't been able to get things going offensively this year? It's probably a little bit of both, if we're being honest. Uh, yeah. For New England, it's all about not having the weapons in place as pass catchers. The offensive line has been in flux pretty much all season, a lot of injuries. So those things are going to make your quarterback feel uncomfortable. And then when there's a disconnect in terms of where players should be on the field and where they end up during a given play, you're going to run into communication problems. And we're seeing that all over the place in New England. Uh, would you say that that's an accurate assessment for Los Angeles or do the problems run a little deeper there? Yeah, I think for the Chargers offensively, it's been when they get into critical moments, they haven't been able to protect Justin Herbert well enough. Mm. They're one in seven in one score games. And Justin Herbert, you know, by all accounts is a, you know, a superstar quarterback. He has everything that you uh, want from the quarterback position, but even Justin Herbert can't do it on his own if he doesn't have the right protection. And also without Keenan Allen, it's, pretty much nobody. I mean, Keenan Allen's been the entirety of the Chargers offense with Mike Williams going down, with Corey Lindsley going down with the injury. It's, they don't really have any running game whatsoever. So if Keenan Allen can't get open, it's a really, really long day for the Chargers offense. Absolutely. And matching up against Keenan Allen, if healthy, who did sit out Wednesday's practice with a quadricep injury, could be a key matchup for New England's defense. We're looking forward to the matchups in this one because ultimately we can talk about big stories all we want to, David. It's the matchups on the field that will decide it. David and I are going to let you know which matchups are catching our sharp eye this weekend in Foxborough when this episode of the Locked On Patriots and Locked On Chargers podcasts crossover style crossing the streams continues in just a moment. That's right. First, I need to tell you guys about Prize Picks, which is daily fantasy sports made easy. With Prize Picks, you just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. The more entries you hit on, the more you win. If you can hit on six of them on the same entry, you can win up to 25 times your money. Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% provide even more value. If you want to get in on the action this week, you could go with Justin Herbert throwing more or less than 258 and a half passing yards against the Patriots and pair that with Keenan Allen getting more or less than 87 and a half receiving yards. If you hit on both of those projections, you win. Go to prizefix.com slash lockdown NFL and use the code lockdown NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizefix.com slash lockdown NFL with the promo code lockdown NFL for that deposit match up to $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Locked on Patriots fans, locked on Chargers fans, thank you once again for taking time out of your schedule to join us here on Crossover Thursday all across the Locked On Podcast Network. 
Remember, we're all your team every day. And if you're a Chargers fan or a Patriots fan, it's time to cross the streams today. David, we talked about the big stories in the previous segment. Folks, if you're scoring at home, I already messed up and said San Diego Chargers once. I promise I will make my best effort not to do it again. But we talked about the quarterback situation in New England. We talked about Justin Herbert getting going for the Chargers. We talked about the possibility of Bill Belichick coaching the Los Angeles Chargers next season. All kinds of possibilities, but you and I both know big stories are fun, but the key matchups on the field are what is going to decide the game. When you look at this matchup, David, and you look at the Patriots and the Chargers, what key matchups are you looking forward to watching on the Gillette Stadium gridiron on Sunday afternoon? Well, I mean, these two these two teams uh, already consummated a trade earlier this season. And of course, that was for former Patriots and former Chargers cornerback J.C. Jackson. So I would be remiss if I did not mention the possibility of J.C. Jackson lining up against Keenan Allen in this football game. Yes, Keenan Allen did not practice today. He was out with that quadriceps injury like Mr. Mike DeBate did mention, but Keenan Allen is an 11-year vet, so him not practicing on a Wednesday is not really too alarming for me. He missed Wednesday's practice last week as well and still ended up playing in the football game, so uh, I'd probably expect that to happen again as well. I do probably expect Keenan Allen to be on that football field, so you know, obviously, J.C. Jackson's tenure with the Chargers was Nothing short of a unmitigated disaster. Uh, obviously, it's been pretty publicized. Uh, all of the things that happened, whether it was play on the field, the injury, coming back from the injury, some of the off-the-field incidents that occurred, all of that kind of led to this potential matchup uh, that we have on Sunday, which is J.C. Jackson going up against Keenan Allen. So Keenan Allen has three straight 100-yard receiving games. Um, how's J.C. Jackson been playing of late? How's that been going uh, with his second stint with the Patriots? Well, I think J.C. is a little more comfortable in the New England Patriots system. He's been a solid addition to a secondary that's absolutely needed it this year, David. No question about it. The moment Christian Gonzalez went down, you knew the secondary was not going to be what everyone thought it was going to be. Yeah, he was and so good, clearly, too. Such and, a they, shame. Yeah, and they clearly miss him. They miss him tremendously, yeah. even with J.C. back in the lineup. You do get that ball-hawking-type corner that the Patriots have always loved to employ, someone that has a nose for the football, and he'll continue to do that. Now, there have been instances where he has been beat, a little bit more than what I saw in his first stint here in New England. Double move, crossed him up last week, led to a 41-yard gain of the New York Giants. Jalen Hyatt was absolutely all over that and really was able to exploit that mismatch. I do anticipate that the Chargers will be able to exploit that mismatch once again. So it's going to be very important for the Patriots secondary to combat that. Utilize Jonathan Jones. Utilize guys like Sean Wade, Miles Bryant in the slot. Really throw everything you can into that secondary and maybe even get a little safety help. And that's something that I think New England may look to employ this week because the Chargers have so many weapons to be able to beat you. And if Justin Herbert starts to smell the proverbial blood in the water, and I say that knowing the Patriots are going to be wearing those red jerseys, those throwbacks are going to be what they're wearing, he's going to be looking for ways to exploit that defense. And the best way that he can do it, at least in my estimation, 
is to utilize Austin Eckler. That's the yeah. matchup I'm watching very closely is how are the Patriots going to be able to neutralize Austin? I've always spoke glowingly about him. Austin Eckler is one of the guys I loved covering when I covered the Chargers. If I'm talking my top three, Adrian Phillips, Henry, Austin Eckler. I'd love to see Austin in a Patriots uniform. I don't think it's going to happen, folks. I would still love to see it. But bottom line, I'm aware of the statistical dip. I know that there have been problems with fumbles as of recent uh, history. Uh, I'm well aware of the high ankle sprain in week one. These have all contributed to a little bit of a rough year for Austin. But his abilities as a true offensive weapon really, I think, allow him to be a dangerous pass catcher, especially and he can still move the ball on the ground. I know it hasn't been as fluid this year, but he can still do the job. I think New England needs to pair him with a legitimate cover defender in order to have success against him. It's what they've done in the past. I expect them to do it again. Now, who would they employ in this regard? Well, the Patriots, like we said, are thin in the secondary. You're going to have probably J.C. Jackson and Jonathan Jones covering Keenan Allen and Quentin Johnston. I think that's probably a given. So probably you're looking at a safety. And if that becomes the case, it could be a rotation of Adrian Phillips, <laughs> Kyle Duggar, and Jabril Peppers. Now, Adrian has not been the same defender this year for the Patriots because of Jabril Peppers' emergence. But this is a game where I think that not only he can break out a little bit, but even be an impactful player. One of the things that Adrian is so good at is being able to disrupt someone with a shifty running style. That's where Austin is at his best. And... I think in that regard, if you're going to see the Patriots deploy extra bodies in the secondary, if they're using the big nickel or the dime, if I'm looking to contain Austin Eckler, yeah, you're going to see Kyle Duggar, you're going to see Jabril Peppers at the top of the heap, but folks, if you've been waiting for an Adrian Phillips breakout game, if you're a Patriots fan, this might be it. I absolutely love Adrian Phillips. He was a kind of a Swiss Army knife type of of defender, a guy that can really do a little bit of everything. Play a little safety, play in the box, play some linebacker for you. Um, he was a very versatile player, an excellent special teams player as well. Uh, miss Adrian, um, really, really mad. Still kind of mad that the the Patriots signed him for the contract that <laughs> they did because it was really pennies on the dollar in in my opinion based on all the things that he was able to do for the football team. So I like that matchup. Uh, I think this year, uh, Austin Eckler has been more effective as a pass catcher. The Chargers offensive line has not been able to block really at all uh, on the ground. They haven't, have not been able to open up holes. Uh, I've mentioned a couple times they've been without Corey Lindsley, and he's just such a, a difference maker. He's been out with a, a heart condition, and he's an all-pro center. So he's a guy that really is a force multiplier. He makes everyone around you better so will clap has been his replacement he's been okay but when you go from all pro to okay it's a huge drop off and it has you know caused a lot uh, of you know lower values as far as the ability to run block and honestly pass block as well it, it's just it's been one of those you know injuries that's kind of unquantifiable for the chargers offensive line so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing if if they can't get anything going on the ground to utilize the tight ends uh, i think that's going to be something mm. i'm going to be excited to watch to see if they can get gerald everett and donald parham the six foot eight skyscraper more involved <laughs> in the offense this week yeah absolutely and if they do go to the tight ends that's where you're going to see a heavy dose of kyle duggar and jabril peppers these are thumpers in the backfield they can play very comfortable in the box but they're also very adept at being able to cover those large body tight ends. So that could be a big matchup. The other thing I'm looking for, if I'm a Patriots fan, getting protection for whoever is calling signals under center or back there taking snaps as a quarterback. 
Michael Wainu moving from the guard position to the tackle position has been so vital to the rebirth of this offensive line. Wainu's been very good. Trent Brown's been banged up a little bit, but when he's been in there, he has been solid. If those two bookends are healthy and at least giving you an opportunity to seal the edges, that gives the interior of that offensive line the ability to start protecting and maybe even blocking a little bit for the run. So that could be a matchup to watch as well. Try to get Ramondre Stevenson going if you're the New England Patriots. Had 98 yards rushing last week. You know he'd love to get over the century mark if possible. David, it's almost time to make our game predictions. Time flies here when we're crossing the streams, locked on Patriots and locked on Chargers style. Folks, we are about to reveal our keys to victory and maybe even throw in a final score prediction or two right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Pats fans and Chargers fans, the only thing more important than cheering on your favorite team on game day is making sure that your game day table is well stocked. Why root for your team on an empty stomach? Order on DoorDash and save on all of your football watch party favorites. All your favorite restaurants, stores, from retail to grocery, they're all on the app. So you can shop everything you need to get game day ready. David, it's been a while since I've been on the Chargers beat. But here in New England, nothing says game day like some authentic New England clam chowder. Am I right, folks? Now you can enjoy the best in the business. The chowder from Legal Seafoods is available on DoorDash. It's just like a piece of Gillette Stadium delivered right to your door just in time for kickoff. And you can do it with DoorDash. So act now and you can get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. That's when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCKED23. So don't delay, do it today. And don't forget to use the code LOCK23, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-2-3, for 50% off up to a $10 value on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and spend $15 or more. Subject to change, terms apply. Locked on listeners, step in action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. Make this weekend's game at Gillette Stadium a little more interesting with our great friends over at FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get into the swing of things in the NFL season. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Pats fans and Chargers fans, it has been a blast crossing the streams with my good friend Dave Drogemeyer, host of Locked On Chargers. As for me, I'm Mike DeBate, host of Locked On Patriots. And... Dave, these two teams come into this matchup probably uh, not living up to expectations, uh, definitely not in New England. I would probably say it's a safe bet to say the same thing in Los Angeles right now. It is. Though, though the Chargers, I think, have a brighter future and probably a brighter present on their horizon. What do the Chargers need to do to keep the Patriots on their heels and for the Chargers to walk out of Gillette Stadium with a victory on Sunday? Yeah, I think it's all about the turnovers for the Chargers. In the last two games, the Chargers have fumbled the ball five times. It's just, it's so catastrophic 
to your chances of winning a football game. I don't care who you're playing, if it's the two and nine Patriots or if it's the you know the eight and three Baltimore Ravens. You turn the ball over four times, you're gonna lose the football game. That's just what it is. You cannot turn the ball over. You cannot give uh, the New England Patriots any short fields. You can't beat yourself. It's all about not beating yourself. Protect the ball and score the football when you have it. Do not cough it up. Mm, absolutely. And honestly, uh, we're right there with you, my friend. This is exactly what the New England Patriots need to do. Stop turning the football over, especially on offense. The New England Patriots defense has done such an amazing job of keeping them in one score games and giving them an opportunity to win. But the fact that the Patriots continue to give the ball away on offense, especially early in the game, first half turnovers have been a killer for this team sporting a minus eight turnover ratio right now. That is not good. And it's very uncharacteristic of what we're used to seeing here in New England. The Patriots are the first team in the last 30 years, David, to lose consecutive games despite holding both of their opponents to 10 points or fewer. I'm talking about the Indianapolis Colts in Germany, and I'm talking about the New York Giants in the Meadowlands last week. The Patriots need to rid themselves of that trend. They've got to get more than single digits on the board. They are capable of doing so, but they have to be able to protect the football. That means run the football often, run the football early. Whoever is managing the game under center or as a quarterback this week is going to have to do the job of protecting his team. Yeah, I mean, it's so crucially important, Mike. You, you just can't turn the ball over, especially if you're scuffling a little bit offensively. You, you got to be able to, to hold on to the ball and to be able to score the ball at the end of your possessions. I mean, if you don't do that, then you're, you're going to lose the football game. Got to score to win. Without question. Absolutely. And it will come down to who puts the most points on the board. And speaking of which, David, I think we've arrived at that time where we can provide our best guess, our educated hypothesis as to which team will be victorious and exactly how many points each team will put on the board. If you're feeling a little lucky, my friend, uh, what is your final score prediction for this one? How do you see it all shaken out in Foxborough? Yeah, so I think going into this football game, it's going to be a, quite a challenge for the Patriots to to be able to slow down the Chargers' pass rush. I, I think uh, Khalil Mack is a guy who has 13 sacks in his age 32 season, which is absolutely insane. He's playing like an all-pro, uh, being able to stop the run at a high level, being able to rush the passer at an extremely high level. Also, rookie Tuli Tui Pelotu has been fantastic for the Chargers this year as well. I think that pass rush... Uh, is going to get after a, kind of an inexperienced quarterback, whoever it may be, uh, whether it's Zappi or Cunningham. I think that's going to be a really tough task to be able to get the ball out uh, on time and, and accurately to his receivers. Uh, and I feel like the Chargers offensively do have, you know, with even with just Keenan Allen out there and, and the occasional Austin Eckler and, uh, and you know, getting a few tosses to your tight ends. I just think offensively it's going to be a little bit too much for the Patriots to, to be able to keep up um, on the scoreboard. So I'm going to go with a 24-14 to 14 Chargers victory in this one. Mm. Yeah, I think I'm like-minded when it comes to you. I think the New England Patriots are facing a team with an extremely uh, potent pass rush this week, and that is – not a good recipe if you're making a quarterback change, uh, especially the quarterback problems that the New England Patriots have had. That's why running the football is so vital for this team right off the bat. Um, if they do that, I think the New England Patriots can make this close. But 
my gut reaction tells me that whether it's Bailey Zappi, whether it's a little bit of Malik Cunningham, or whether Mac Jones even finds his way back onto the field at some point on Sunday, I still think that the Chargers defense is going to be able to find ways to keep this team off the field and be able to do their thing. That Patriots defense will be able to hold the Chargers offense in check maybe a little bit more uh, than 24 points, but at the same time, I still don't see the Patriots offense being able to beat the Chargers defense enough to pull this one out. I'm predicting a 20 to 17 victory for Los Angeles Chargers. Um, and, you know, if it comes down to a field goal, that's not a good thing for the Patriots either. We saw Chad Ryland miss a 35 yarder. Uh, that would be why Matthew Wright is now walking through the doors here in Foxborough. Lean times in this area, David. No question about it. Yep. I mean, uh, no matter what, uh, no matter how these two teams have gone in this 2023 season, there's a ton of history between the Chargers and the Patriots whenever they lock up. Uh, it's always pretty close for the most part, except for three games ago when they lost 45 to zero. But we're not here to talk about that. Uh but it should be an interesting football game. Obviously, two teams that have underachieved so far this year. We'll see which one of them is going to going to be able to come out on top on Sunday. <laughs> you mentioned that forty-five to nothing game. That was the game where I uh, broke out and introduced the "Who Made That Man a Gunner?" GIF file, folks, on Twitter uh, with Gunnar Rashelski. Uh, a lot of people wondering where that came from. That was the first game, <sighs> uh, and uh, yeah, Gunnar actually called me out for that uh, a few games after when I was talking to him about it, uh, referring to me as the Spaceballs guy. So uh, you know <laughs> what, folks? My claim to fame was that game, so I'm always going to hold that in high regard. But bottom line, you're absolutely right. There is an awful lot of respect and an awful lot of history between these two proud franchises um from the bottom of my heart the chargers organization the fans my time covering the team were nothing but gracious great fans um and a great organization to deal with so uh a tip of the cap to all my brethren out there in los angeles and still in san diego who are still cheering on the chargers uh that is a, a great great group of people uh and uh, truly uh one of the great experiences that i've had in this business so David, it's always an honor, always a privilege having you join me here on the microphone for these crossovers. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed today's Crossover Thursday episode. Do not forget to follow Dave on Twitter at DRowTalkSD. You can follow Locked On Chargers. Definitely download, subscribe to, and follow. He and Dan put on a tremendous show. You do not want to miss even a single second of it, especially if you're a Patriots fan this week, folks. Go behind enemy lines. Check out all they're saying. These guys are the best in the business. And if you'd like to know a little bit more about the Patriots, Bolts fans, you can check me out at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L on Locked on Patriots. And on behalf of Dave Drogemeyer, I'm Mike DeBate reminding you all to stay safe, to stay well, to be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone. Enjoy the game on Sunday. And don't forget to tune in to Locked on Patriots and Locked on Chargers right here on the Locked on Podcast Network your team every day.